This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, last but certainly not least of the Browns picks, uh, 211, they took Demetric Felton, who is a running back wide receiver hybrid, who the Browns have talked about making a running back first and foremost because they do some fun things with that position. So I wanted to bring on... Uh, somebody who has written and covered this young man for for a good amount of time, and 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 listen, I'm in Ohio. We're trying to reach out to California. We got the time differences. Uh, I I was able to get a hold of Ben, who was who was kind enough to come on and share some of his insights. So Ben, thank you for that, man. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, of course. Let's talk about Dimitri. Talk to me about um, you know, covering him at UCLA. A little bit of what what the Browns are getting with this football player in terms of what he does on the field. Yeah, he he had a real storybook. Uh, rise, and, but I guess I should start with just a tremendous uh, person, really humble, really soft-spoken, low-key, uh, not a me-first kind of guy at all, really, really puts the team first, and just the kind of guy you love watching play and, and have to root for uh, from the minute you get to know him a little bit. Um, he, he's had just a, such an incredible uh, rise. I'll tell you a little story. Uh, he... Um, he kind of sees things before they happen, and it's been a theme of his career. Um, he's got incredible field vision. Uh, he really kind of uh, says he doesn't even really look at the, the, the defender in front of him because he's already assuming he's going to make that guy miss, and he's focused on guys down the field, which I find just incredible. Uh, but it, it's really true. He's very slippery. Uh, his career got off to a, a really interesting start uh, when he was just seven years old. He told his dad that he was going to play running back in college and the NFL. Uh, and, you know, his, his dad was thinking, yeah, you know, that, that's great. But uh, let's temper our expectations a little bit and told him to play uh, Pop Warner first and then we'll see what happens. Uh, but interestingly, uh, he, he he came outside one day with the football he slept with, waved to his dad, who was mowing the grass. The dad shut the lawnmower off. Uh, little Demetric announced that he had prayed about prayed about it and, and was told it was okay to play tackle football. And uh, his parents said, okay, we got to let him do it. And he's kind of <laughs> taken off from there, right? So uh, just, a, just a really interesting backstory on this, on this nice young man. And, and he has made the switch from receiver to running back at, at uh, pretty much every stop he's made uh, in high school and in, at UCLA. He was recruited as a slot receiver at UCLA, but uh, when Josh Kelly, who's now with the Chargers, went down with a knee injury, he, he got a chance at running back and, and really took off with it. So I know I gave you a mouthful there, but I just want to kind of outline some, some backstory that's really important to know. Yeah, it is important to know. He's he's <laughs> that the stuff about his young age. I didn't expect that is awesome and fantastic insight. I'm sure our fans here will appreciate. And and what we're interested in too, particularly like you mentioned, his soft spoken nature. Is he 
Is he like a, I ask this question to everybody who comes on, kind of who he is in the locker room. Is like he, is he, was he viewed as a team leader? Like maybe, I don't know if he was a captain or not, but was he the team leader type or just sort of a lead by example type? Because, you know, the Browns got a whole bunch of different talents that, that do it a bunch of different ways. So I'm kind of curious as, as to how he interacted with his teammates, whether they viewed him as a leader or just sometimes it's okay to just be a guy who does everything right and everyone follows that way. Yeah, you know, obviously I'm not in the locker room with them, but I, I got the sense that he was more comfortable using his voice as he got older, um, just just from his interactions with the media, right? I mean, when he was a, a freshman and sophomore, we'd speak to him, and he would be very quiet and, and uh, not say much. And then by the end of, uh, you know, his senior year, he was he was smiling, laughing, speaking in long sentences, and then uh, really thanking us and uh and just a different person so i saw a lot of growth there that's awesome that's awesome especially because you know <laughs> the browns the browns have enough guys in their in their overall room and their overall locker room who i think are quite vocal but the running back room with nick chubb and, and kareem hunt are two guys who I don't think are always the most vocal. Kareem's a little more vocal. Nick is the super quiet guy, so I think he'll fit in really interestingly with him there. I asked this question, Ben. It's a fun one, I think, at the end for sort of... He's a, he's a six-round pick, and, you know, I think it's going to be a challenge anytime you're a six-round pick to to make a roster. So if a scout kind of came up to you, Ben, and said, how does Demetric Felton make his mark in the NFL? And for you kind of analyzing what you think he ultimately does to leave an impression and make a roster, whether in Cleveland or eventually somewhere else, hopefully in Cleveland for the long term, like what's his selling point as a player that's going to have him sticking around uh, the league for a long time? Well, he's... Not only is he tremendously slippery, he's tremendously versatile. I mean, UCLA used him. He can return kickoffs. He had a 100-yard kickoff return against Washington State. Uh, he can line up in the slot. He can take handoffs. Uh, he's great on reverses. I mean, he's just – he kind of fashioned himself in the mold of DeAnthony Thomas, and I see a lot of similarities there. So he's kind of one of those Swiss Army Knife guys that you can use in just 100 different ways uh, and, and I think that, you know, maybe if, if, if one of the ways there's a log jam of players, uh, maybe he can get in a kickoff return or, you know, he can line up in the slot every once in a while. I think he's just got lots of ways to really show people what he can do. And honestly, he loves being doubted. So if people say, oh, you know, you're a six-round pick, you, the odds are, are, are against you making it, he's going to feed off that and he's going to really – come out there with a chip on his shoulder, and that, that's how he loves to play. So I think this all puts him in a tremendous spot. Well, the Browns are excited to have him. They had a young man named Duke Johnson who played for them recently who did a little bit of this hybrid stuff, and they, they like Kareem Hunt, and they like the skill set he brings, and I see some similar things with Demetric. So uh, I think universally it's going to work for both sides. I think he has an interesting uh, an interesting opportunity to seize a third running back role and down the road potentially be more than just a third running back for Cleveland as they shuffle in the next uh, sort of era of their running back position. And they like to throw to those guys, and he can do a little bit of that, as you've said. So this has been greatly insightful, Ben. I, I could not thank you more for taking time for us. And, and hopefully someday when he's an all-pro down the line, we'll have another conversation just like this one. Yeah, I'd love that. And uh, he's, he's, like I said, he's easy to root for, and I think the city's going to fall in love with him. Fantastic stuff. Thanks again. All right, thank you. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. 
relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.